Uh, we are the Rosettes. Here with part two of week five of Bachelor in Paradise. And we're the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast out there. That we know of. That I'm, we know of. I'm the mother. I'm Marcia. And I'm Ariel. I'm the daughter. Oh, we mixed it up that time. We did it backwards. Go us. I didn't know there was an order we usually did it in. <laughs> but, yeah, let's... Uh, I think we already covered Bachelor Nation news yesterday, so... Yes. Um, um, there is, there was a little news we forgot to cover was, um, Derek commented on John Paul Jones' picture. I don't think we talked about oh, that. Oh, we didn't? Yeah, that's an important That thing. was a little bit important, especially now that Derek's gone on the show. Um, John Paul Jones made an Instagram post where he was basically apologizing for his behavior, behavior, um, at the wedding. He was just doing it publicly. He said, listen... I uh, did not act well. Like that was inappropriate of me. I'm sorry. Uh, I feel really bad. And he was I, fairly articulate for John. Yeah, he's he's always pretty articulate. He just has such a stupid voice that you always. There were a couple little spelling or grammar error, errors. I forget, but it was it was well put. It was from yeah. the heart. It felt like yeah. And every uh, everyone was commenting on it. Like way to go. Like thanks for apologizing. Awesome. Good. And it was basically all the people that like were in paradise except for Derek and then Derek commented on it he was like this is such a phony apology you're just trying to save your face for the public like why don't you apologize to Chris and Goose to their face like this is so like just awful this is just you being selfish but I'm like yeah that just (laughs) it doesn't reflect well on Derek yeah you guys filmed like months ago and you're still like having this beef with John Paul Jones. Yeah. And it's it. so much so that you feel the need to comment on it. Like Yeah, and he doesn't know. Maybe John Paul Jones did reach out to the people that were actually at the wedding to re- he doesn't know. Yeah, you he know? Doesn't know. It was rude. It Sorry, was super Derek. rude. And I've always liked Derek, but it was yeah. rude and uncalled for. I still like Derek and I still think he had a pretty good showing on Paradise, but I don't think that was a good thing to do. Yeah. But yeah. So there's that. There's that. We'll hop right into the episode. Yeah, so the gang is reflecting on Derek's departure. Demi's the most sad out of all of them. Yeah, well, Wells... Wells we kind of touched on that. Yeah, Wells is at the bar, and he says, we've lost a paradisian. And Blake didn't know that Wells, that Derek left. So Blake's like, what? Oh, damn. Oh, he left? Oh, bummer. But he's also like, yes, another rose. <laughs> that's, that's true. But he's also starting to think, oh, maybe I should leave? I don't know. What should I do? You know, I admire. He's reflecting on his feelings, right? Right. So, and you're like, wait, Blake has those. Yeah, (laughs) this is a really Blake-centric episode in a lot of ways. Yeah, we'll get there, but but in a different way than past episodes, right? So he's pretty shook up at the departure, as everybody is. Everybody. Wells is also pretty sad about it because yeah, because Wells, Wells, and Derek are BFFs. They were best friends on JoJo's season. I didn't. They had a special. Romance. I didn't witness that, so I didn't know that. But I do know that Wells, um, in social media and on television, YouTube stuff, was advocating, advocating. for oh, same words. That same was time. a high five. Um, advocating for Derek to be the Bachelor. Yeah. So and since pretty Wells is engaged to our beloved Sarah Highland, she was also going on social media and advocating for 
uh, Derek to be Bachelor. <laughs> oh, was she? Yeah. <laughs> our, our beloved Haley Dunphy. Yeah. <laughs> Moms just started getting into Modern Family, it's like, so a few weeks ago, and res- we're already on season, like, I don't know, six. I mean, <laughs> I resemble that remark so often in Modern Family. Claire and I are soul sisters, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, Chris and John Paul Jones chat and Chris kind of says, look, I don't, I don't, I think in a couple months you're going to regret what you did there. You know, I support you and your values and you stick to them, but I hope you have an open mind and kind of like think about this later, which may have influenced his eventual Instagram post. I don't know. Um, Dylan also thinks John Paul Jones should apologize to Tasha. Tasha's been moping around. She's just moping Tasha in the Tasha feels pool. really bad. She feels guilty. She feels Derek like it's left. her fault that Derek left. Right. Um, but she shouldn't have to feel like that. She shouldn't make herself feel forced. But also, she's also kind of making the situation more about her than it is. Right. So yeah, kinda she's like, kind of deliberately. Only feel, I can only feel so bad for you. She's kind of deliberately moping around in the infinity pool for the camera, looking perfect and looking sad and... Um, John Paul Jones is afraid he'll never meet someone like Tasha again, and he really wants to put an effort into that relationship. Um, Tasha might have a cute conversation on the beach where they're like, what are we doing? Heck if I know, and, you know, I don't know. And Mike just wants to find a relationship like Dylan and Hannah's. So, basically, Paradise is winding down, and all the residents are kind of, feeling the weight of the end coming of the fact that this is more than just a vacation like right chris Harris, they don't know when chris harrison's gonna come down and be like all right guys it's overnight so you guys need to figure out if you're serious or not but they know it's imminent so they're starting to really think about stuff like that in her itm Tasha says that her heart is in it with john paul jones but there are other issues and she just doesn't know if she can see their relationship long term Mm-hmm. Tasha and John Paul Jones do have a talk eventually. She tells him she feels like he would do anything to make her smile. Um, so that happens. Demi and Christian have a little moment uh, on the staircase with a bunch of candles around them. And, you know, Demi says it was really difficult to come out. This has been a really difficult process. It's hard on her, but she's happy that she has Christian as her partner in coming out because Christian's such a great person. Yeah, she she basically says this is the perfect time for me to come out because I'm so proud that I'm coming out with you, which was sweet. It was her kind of being like, okay, yeah, I was in the closet for a long time, but I'm just so happy that I'm with you and I just want everyone to know we're together. Yes. But there is some anxiety on Demi's part still that I think that we'll see in the next episode given what we see in the previews for next week. Um, Mike is alone. He's doing his crazy little somersaults on the beach where he gets on his hands and then falls on his butt and laughs and bees goofy. Um, The other cast members kind of reflect on how he's alone still. And then we get into the Clay and Angela thing. Clay is moping around all over the place, talking to everybody he can about how he doesn't like that Angela is here, how uncomfortable it is for him for her to be dating his friends. He didn't sign up for that. She signed up for that, but not him. I'm like, Clay, just shut up. You're making a big deal of it. Nobody else is. 
Yeah. Except Nicole, but she's even she's off. gotten she's gotten over right. it too though. She, she's feeding off what he's doing. She would be completely cool, I think, if he would just shut the heck up. Yeah, and I think she's kind of nervous that he still has feelings for her because of his behavior towards her. Yeah. So this gentleman named Chase comes down the stairs. He's from JoJo season. He's a nice looking guy. And he's only interested in Angela because he talked to her at the wedding. So he doesn't want to talk to anybody else and asks her on the date. Yeah. Uh, also, Chase, I don't know if you, you didn't watch JoJo's season, I don't think, no, right? I didn't. All of JoJo's guys all look like a bunch of, like, F-boys. Like, oh, they yeah, all look like, like a bunch of, like, they all look like they just, like, graduated from college and they were all in their frats. And they're like, well, got to join a new frat. And then they went on The Bachelorette. Various versions of Chad. Basically. They all look exactly the same. That's why when I saw him, I was like, I don't really remember this guy. Except for Wells and Derek. Except for Wells and Derek, yeah. And, uh... Wasn't there one other that was Evan? Was Evan on that season? Evan was on that season. Wait, no, wait, no. He was on Rachel's season. I forgot. No, Kenny was on Rachel's season. Uh, But Evan was on JoJo's season. Yeah. Because he hated Chad, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, they're going to go on I don't date. think JoJo had a very diverse cast at all. I can't even think of a single person of color from that season. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so I can't come up with any either, obviously. But yeah. Chase, this Chase fellow is a handsome, you know, frat boy looking, regular handsome yeah. guy. He looks like all the other guys that were on JoJo's season. Um, Clay mopes around some more. Nicole and Tasha make fun of Angela and the way she walked down the aisle at the wedding. Um, Which Tasha, is a little mean. It's sort of funny too. Though. It is sort of funny though, and it was pretty ac- a pretty accurate representation. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, these are women who are talking about supporting women, and then doing the Making exact fun of opposite. Other people. Yeah. But it's just a goof. I don't. Yeah, it is a goof. I thought it was funny, but I, I didn't feel a lot of meanness behind it. I found I felt mostly it was just they're laughing and having a goofy time. Yeah. So, but yeah, point well taken. Um, <laughs> somewhere around here, um, you know, Tasha and John Paul Jones have been talking here and there. At some point, people on the beach are interacting with one another, and we see John Paul Jones running toward the water, yelling. And the next thing you know, he's got a fish in his hand. <laughs> he's, he's running around saying, I caught a fish! I caught a fish! Dude, I caught a fish! He's like, this is awesome! And he's like, but I, I don't want it to die, so I'm going to release it back. Yeah, and Tasha's laughing and laughing. He's like, kiss it, kiss it! Oh no, I don't want it to die! i got to put it back! And it's just the most ridiculous thing. I don't want it to die. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I think it might already be dead, honey, because you caught it really easily. On the other hand... He caught it. Well, he caught it really easily... Plus, it was out of the water for a long time. Plus, your human hand oils are bad for fish. Well, it was a beautiful fish, though. Yeah. And, you know, on the one hand, I think maybe it was like... It looked maybe, like the rainbow fish. Yeah. It was big, too. It was big, flat fish. And and on the one hand, I'm thinking, oh, maybe it was a gag or a producer plant or something. On the other hand, it's John Paul Jones, and he's a freak, and he can pretty much do all sorts of things that normal people can't do. He's just so yeah. weird. So that was hilarious. It was um, so funny. Connor and Kaylin have a romantic afternoon watching the sunset. They're making the out a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, but it was so dumb. They were, they were watching the green flash, and I think one of them goes, I don't think it's real. And she's like, no, it is. And then she goes, she goes, look, I just saw it. 
I think I saw it too. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm like, I you guys saw didn't it. see oh, anything. You didn't see anything, you dorks. You were making out. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> and then in her aside, Kaylin says, after the hell I've been through, I deserve this happiness with Connor. Yeah. And I, I don't think that she hasn't been through hell po- like pre-Bachelor. Oh, she's been through uh, she's some been tough through stuff. Some really difficult, horrible things. But like on Paradise, you're... Stop the one whining. That every time a new guy comes on the island, you're like, oh, this is finally the turnaround I needed. Yeah. She's just, like, <laughs> it's just irritating. It's like, just get over yourself. You're beautiful and young and white and living your best life, so just stop Did whining. you say you're white? Yeah. So sure you have more privilege than... <laughs> well, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. She's got everything going for her. I know yeah. she's had some hard times, and I don't deny her or begrudge her those things. But, dude, you know, you're young and beautiful and healthy. Stop whining. Get over yourself. Stop whining about the things that are in the present. Right. But but I also think that it's clear that she's not very good at dating based off the fact that every time a new guy comes in, she's like, this is exactly the turnaround I needed. So in that case, I I think she and Dean are actually really good together. I, do I think, think they're a really good fit. I did. I don't, maybe it's editing, but I did feel like she and Dean had a chemistry that was real. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, and to, to you know, probably their both of their detriment in the long run. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, but Connor's a good guy, you know. She, yeah, Connor's a good guy. Connor seems really interested in her, and she seems really interested in him. And there's no reason that they couldn't make a go of it. But we'll get there. Um, Chris, Blake, and Clay are uh, again lamenting Derek's departure, and Blake is starting to rationalize in his mind that he needs to find somebody he needs to get a rose maybe christina dot 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 this is these and his ideas like, <laughs> are starting to build in his mind that maybe christina is a is this when the montage happens option. not yet no oh. but this is where we first see him start forming you know fomenting an idea to stay on the show it's like she's just always been right in front of me and we always keep getting drawn back together yes so um, <clears throat> Chris and Katie, they're really strong. They're talking about going to the boom, boom room together. Um, Clay is still whining. He thinks Angela's came here to wreck his relationship with Nicole, um, as she's walking by and the guys are like, she's walking by and Clay's like, well, yeah, that's the whole point. I can't even do anything. I can't even talk to you guys without her wrecking things. Um, Clay mopes to Mike, and I'm wondering, why hasn't Mike been able to really make any connections? He was, he dated Kaylin, he dated Sydney, mm-hmm. he dated, well, who was the third person? Uh, Angela. Angela, yeah, so he went out with all these people, but nope, nothing seems to stick. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe he's try, he's got the Bachelor edit in his mind, he's trying to be the Bachelor, no, I, I think don't know what it is. I think it's his, he's so focused on being... On getting like married, that some people are a little intimidated by that. And maybe he doesn't. He's he's a lovely, lovely person, but he's he spits out a lot of platitudes and niceness. Maybe he's just not getting real fast enough for these people. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm Because you have to really open up, walls down, vulnerable, you know, stuff in paradise. And maybe he's just not adept at that kind of ability. Yeah, I know. So anyways, um, Chase and Angela go on a date. Uh, they talk about her and Clay. 
Um, they cut back and forth between Mike and Clay's conversation and Angela and Chase's conversation. Um, and basically, you know, Angela just says, yeah, we had a really significant relationship, but she keeps repeating, if he can be here, I can be here. Which is legitimate. Well, yeah. I agree that if there are... I haven't really seen anyone being like, why is she here? But if people are really saying that about her, then I'm... Then, yeah, that's yeah. a little... Like, that's double holding standard. her to a double standard. And it's stupid and a little sexist. Yeah. So, you know, it's... The whole thing's awkward and I can understand that. But Clay is making a bigger deal of it than it needs to be. He just needs to shut the heck up and carry on with Nicole and let um, Angela do her thing. Just mm-hmm. like Nicole told Angela to do in the last episode. Yeah. Um, Blake is he's whining about how he can go home tomorrow. Um, he's looking for someone who's funny, smart, gorgeous, and sexy. Oh, that's a tall order. <laughs> <laughs> but not in paradise. Most most of them are at least gorgeous and sexy. Several of them are smart, and most of them are funny. Yeah. Um, but also, he lists gorgeous as first, <laughs> his, like his number one in his list of priorities. And I'm like, yep, he's shallow. <laughs> he really, he really has been. He's really difficult to like on this season. Yeah. God love him, you know. He's not a bad guy, but he doesn't know what the hell he's doing either. Yeah. So he decides that he wants to romantically pursue Christina because she's been here the whole time. Or maybe he just wants a rose. Who knows? Yeah, because the girls have the roses this week. And they do this really funny thing where he's realizing he wants Christina, and they put, like, a little <laughs> bubble of her face over his head, like, in a little cloud, and she's smiling and beautiful. She's just always, she's always been there. She's just been right in front of my face this whole time. Aww. And then they start playing dramatic yeah, music, music, and then there's fireworks, and there's animals mating. No, that's later. That's the kiss oh. with Matt. Oh, wait, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's but right. But they do the, do the romantic music and the cloud of Christina over his head and everything, and it's... it's it is, that's also silly. All the silliness is just merging together. Funny and silly, yeah. Um, so he asks to take her aside, and she says, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the romantic music abruptly stops. And she's like, no. But she does go off with him, and he says he's been thinking about her a lot. She says, Why? <laughs> well, you know, he thought he wanted to be friends, but he can't stop thinking about her. She's like, why? <laughs> and, you know, I'm skeptical. I don't know if he really wants a rose or, he, you know, he, if he wants a rose, I don't know why he doesn't just ask for one like he's done in the past. So this mm-hmm. is really confusing for me, she says in her ITM. And eventually she says, talk to me tomorrow. So it's time for the cocktail party, followed by the rose ceremony. Um, Matt tries to make a little speech, but his voice cracks again. Chris teases him mercilessly. Poor Matt is just, everyone keeps making fun of him. Maybe his voice keeps cracking because he doesn't use it very much. Right. That's true, too. (laughs) His first language is ASL. (laughs) So, you know, it's so cute. You know, Chris Harrison's like, Oh, that happened to my son, too. Pretty soon you'll be growing hair in places you never had hair. And everybody's giggling. <laughs> Poor Matt. Chris, Chris gives the, the pep talk, you know. We're getting to close to the end of the 
of paradise. You guys need to have serious conversations. You know, go. Mm -hmm. Sydney likes Matt, but she says they're moving at a glacial pace. And then the rose ceremony starts? No, there's a lot of going on. Um, I forget. um, uh, Everyone's making out, except for Sydney and Matt. Because that's really important. (laughs) She tries to unbutton his shirt. Well, yeah, it's like leading up. It's like showing that, you know, they're really awkward. Everybody else is getting along and they're really Mm -hmm. slow. Um, In her ITM, Sydney says, I'm here with my mouth wide open. And Matt's like, I want to be a gentleman. He goes, Matt talks to everybody on the beach and he's sweating profusely the whole time. Yeah. Also, though, she says, Mm -hmm. my mouth's wide open. And I'm like... Is that how you kiss? That's gross. Yeah, that's why I wrote it down because I was like, oh, that's gone. I don't know about and, that. Um, yeah, and he's sweating just so gross, and you can he just looks disgusting. It's and, so funny that he goes to everybody for advice. Yeah, and then he, um, like, John Paul Jones is like, I'm going to I'm gonna towel you down and dry it, dry you. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, get, get my back. You, well, he asked him for help. He's, Matt asked John, John Paul Jones to dry him off, and John Paul Jones is like, oh, sure, yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, man, look at your rhomboids on your traps. You have great traps. And he's like, it's official. Matt Donald has the best body on the beach. Yeah, oh, yeah, this is what a real pet feels like and I can say that because I'm secure in my manhood. (laughs) I forgot that he said that. That's so cute. I love him. But he's super sweaty and everybody's giving him, every single person on the beach gives him advice. There's a cute moment when Dylan and Hannah share the story of their first kiss. Apparently Hannah said, is your sinus infection contagious? And he said, want to see? (laughs) <laughs> and then Demi demonstrates how to kiss she's like you don't have to trench right away you can she's like more on her hand and Matt, Matt laughs and thinks that's the funniest thing um, he says I love you Demi even Chris Harrison counsels Matt yeah. even Chris Harrison's like man I'd hate to you know you should take your shot you know it'd be worse to feel weird about kissing her than just to never try it all yeah so then they go and they sit down together and they're talking a little bit, and then she's like, like, are you ever going to kiss me? And then uh, he goes, oh, like, do you want me to? I don't know. I just feel so awkward here, and I just want it to take time. And she's like, you can't take time here! And <laughs> then he's like, oh, so do you, like, want me to kiss you? He's like, can I do it right now? And she was like, Yes! <laughs> and then they do it, and it's a little bit awkward. But now the montage yeah, the happens. Whole beach, the whole beach cheers! Yay! They're all clapping. Fireworks go off. Animals start mating. There's a football game. There's lions roaring. There's rockets taking off. Yeah, fireworks. There's this crazy montage. It's so silly and it's funny. So funny. It's, this is the best of paradise right here. Standing ovation. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <clears throat> and then. They cut away the commercial, and as the drone is panning away from the moonlit beach, you hear Matt's voice saying, My mom is going to freaking kill me. <laughs> so, he finally, they finally did it. Yeah. Uh, Chris asked Katie to be his girlfriend. She's thrilled about that. Um, Clay asked to talk to Angela. Sure, if you must, she says. And they have this little conversation about, it's very awkward yeah, he's kind of being a little bit of a jerk. And so is she, though. They're, they're kind of like, 
you know, they talked, they said their, they, their goals were different. She wanted to have children and be a wife and he wasn't ready for that. He wanted more. He seems to be afraid of commitment. Well, no, but he's kind of being a dick because she's, he's like, basically she's like, all I wanted was for you to go to the gym with me. And she's like, I did go to the gym with you. And he was like, but you didn't stay there. And she was like, you go to the gym for four hours. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I wanted us to spend time together. And she's like, that's not where my like aspirations lie. And he's like, I know where your aspirations lie. You want to be a wife and a mom. But like, I want more than that. And I'm like, don't yeah. shame that. Like, if she wants to be a stay-at-home mom... Let her be, if she can yeah. do it, let well, her do it. Don't and he, shame her for it. He also said, you know, I think those goals are fine. They're just not my goals. And I think he's like, I mean, I'd have to support you. And basically, you know. He I think he's mostly just afraid of the fact that he doesn't have his own career anymore. Right. He doesn't have his own career. He doesn't know how to support her. He's just, in a, he's just mixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, they kind of agree to disagree. And they agree to be adults and move on. Yeah. Supposedly. But there's. Still both being a little bit salty. But I thought he, I didn't think she was being that mean there. I think he was the one being well, a jerk. I don't really know where you get her being mean No, from. I don't think... Well, I, I just think they were communicating badly. And I don't think that either one was really hearing the other. I don't think either one of them were horribly mean or anything. He was kind of a jerk for saying yeah, that. Sort of. I see what you're saying there, too. Yeah. Um, afterwards, I saw... It was either on Twitter or Instagram or somewhere where he said that conversation was really, really edited. That that's not really how that conversation took place. So take that as you will. Eh, yeah, whatever. Um, Blake tells Kaylin and Connor he's going to give it a shot with Christina. And Kaylin says, shut up. Shut up, really? She's pretending to be all happy for him and stuff. But she also, at the same time, she's like, well. <laughs> yeah, see how that lasts. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blake and Christina... Blake tells Christina he's glad this whole thing happened. She says, why? Blake says, because I'm sitting here with you now. And then he admits he's terrified, but he says, you know, when you realize you want to start the rest of your life with someone, you want to start it right away. Which is 100% a quote right from Harry when Harry met Sally. Which I doubt he's ever even seen that. He probably saw it on Instagram somewhere as a caption for on someone's photo. And it just <laughs> stuck with him. Yeah. It's a super, super famous quote. It's how that movie basically ends, and it was so awkward. I was like, what? You know, I have heard this before, and this is weird. So, anyways, that happened. Um... She, he says, he's, he tells Blake, I am all in with you, Christina. And she's like, well, I'm not quite there. Um, and she's really not 100% trusting him, which is reasonable. Mm-hmm. Chris Harrison's back. Ding, ding, ding. Time for the rose ceremony. And uh, this time Christian gives her rose to Demi. So yes. they still yeah. switcheroo. And then... There's only one person leaving, Chris announces. Um, Nicole gives her a rose to Clay. She says, no one will ever come between us. Uh, Angela gives her rose to Chase. Chase. Christian Demi, like you said. Um, Christian's interesting. She's like a fish out of water in this whole thing. It's really interesting yeah. whenever she talks because she doesn't, she's not accustomed to this world. Yeah. She's and she's not, she's not using a lot of the bachelor lingo. Right, the normal too. language. Yeah. And she her. seems a little, she does feel a little awkward in this situation, but it's clear that she's just doing it because Demi was like, hey, we should do this. Yeah. She was like, well, if it means I get to date you, sure. 
Hannah gives hers to Dylan. She she refers to him as her boyfriend, and you know. Yeah, everyone's referring to each other as boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm like, when did any of this happen? I don't remember seeing any of this. Well, it's not Hannah and Dylan and and Clay Chris. and Nicole refer to each other as boyfriend oh, and girlfriend yeah, maybe too. They, and of course, Chris and Katie. So. Yeah. Um, Dylan says every single day he falls more in love with her. Um, Katie picks Chris. Chris says he's truly in love for the first time, so sorry any other Bachelor people that he hooked up with before. <laughs> um, Haley picks Luke S., which I didn't see coming. Kaylin chooses Connor. Um, Sydney chooses Matt. Tasha chooses John Paul Jones. She says, you're not the only fish in the sea, but you're the only fish I see. Which was corny. And Christina is the last one up. And it's down to Blake and Mike. And she chooses Blake, of course. Gross! So Mike leaves. Mike says, oh, really similar stuff to what Derek said. He says, people always say that I'm a great guy. And like I, they always say, you're so fun. You're so great. We love you, Mike. We love you. But then no one ever wants to actually, like, love me, so... Right. He's super smiley during the whole rose ceremony. <laughs> yeah, he stays smiling until he gets inside the car. And then yeah. once he gets inside the car, he stops smiling. And, and I feel like that says a lot about his character. Yeah, and his... During the whole ceremony, he's watching the other couples, and I... Uh, who knows what he's thinking, but it it seems to me like he's thinking, Oh, great for them. Oh, I'm so happy for them. You know? Um, he he's a, I, mean, I also think he doesn't want people to worry about him, too. Yeah, yeah. He says, I'm wondering where my wife is at. Um, when he says goodbye, he gives he, everybody loves him. Everybody says, we love you. They give him a big hug. He actually gives Dylan a noogie. So the noogie was really, really cute. Um, and, yeah, once he gets in the car, Mike says, you know, I'm like that little kid who everybody says, oh, we love you. But then I keep watching them have fun from my wife. Yeah, window. that's what it was that he said, yeah. which is really sad. Super bachelory. Um, but, yeah. And, yeah, so he's gone, which is sad. And then it goes to the next day. um, Blake and Christina, he says she brings out the passion and emotion in him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, And um, then they're going to, more girls are going to be coming this week. Yeah, he promises. um, He's like, I'm not even going to look at anyone else. I just, I really meant what I said when I said I wanted to just date you. Right. Blake says he's. I'm finally happy in paradise, and he's not going to go on any dates, right? In walks beautiful Lauren Brie. Lauren Bree. Lauren Bree. <laughs> Lauren Bree from and Colton season. She is gorgeous. I'm surprised she went home as early as she did on yeah. Colton season because she is statuesque and tall and just gorgeous. She her name's Bree, but she looks identical to any Lauren B that's ever been on this show. <laughs> so that's why we call her Lauren Bree. So if you didn't listen to our season of Colton, which you should. Um, that's what we called her on the show, even though we didn't really get to talk about her that much because she didn't do anything. Yeah, she wasn't on that much. But we did make a cute nickname for her, and it was Lauren Bree. And she's the one that came on with the, she pretended to be Australian at first, so that's her claim to fame. Um, Blake hugs her awkwardly. Uh, and Chris, she seems to be interested. And I, yeah. they met at Stagecoach, but nothing happened, I think. Is they they hit it off at the wedding. I don't know about Stagecoach, but at the wedding, they talked to each other a bunch. Uh, and he was really looking forward to her coming down, and he wanted to go on a date with her. Mm. So this is awkward for him. Christina in her ITM says she believes Blake, but only 99%. That 1% is still really hit or miss. Yeah. 
So she and takes, she takes, oh, her date card says, good day. Harkening back to her, yeah. her Australian crap. So, and she talks, the first guy she snags to talk to is Blake. Mm-hmm. And they talk <clears throat> for a really long time. They're super flirty. And I don't know if they were that flirty. I watched it again today. They were pretty flirty. Oh. Uh, um, and they're talking for like 40 minutes, they said. Um, and then it shows Christina freaking out. She's like, oh my God, he's, she's going to take him on the date. Like they've been talking for 40 minutes. It's ridiculous. And she starts crying and she storms off. The longer they talk, the more freaked out she gets. And eventually she runs to the women's ladies room and is crying. And some of the women try to comfort her. It's really tense. And then, um, when when he's done talking with Bree, Blake comes up and says to Christina, can we talk? And Christina is like freaking out and they go to talk and uh Blake says so she asked me on the date but I said no because I just want to spend time with you and she was like oh good yeah and that's what that was and she he was like but how bad would it have been if I had said yeah right yeah trying to like gauge if she would have been bad if right. Did say right and then she says you know it's more that I wanted it's more that I wanted you to keep your word your word is what is important to me mm-hmm um, what she really emphasizes. It's not so much about the date. It's about your word to me that you will not go on other dates. Mm-hmm. Um, so, before, you know, while he's talking to Bree, everybody else on the beach is like, oh, he's going to go on the date with Bree. Oh, he's such a jerk. He's going to go on the date with Bree. Yeah. Then when he turns Bree down, everybody on the beach is like, oh, what oh, a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well. he made a good decision for once. For once, yeah. <laughs> go Blake. Um, and so, instead, Bree decides to take out Matt, Matt Donald. Donald. And Matt Donald has always been very nervous around women up to this point on the on the show. Mm-hmm. Sydney's really sad when he leaves. Yeah. Like, Damn it, Bree. And he, uh, they go on their date, and they go surfing, and they both seem to be okay at it. Pretty good surfer. She's excellent. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's super good. She must and she, I mean, she is be from gorgeous. California, yeah. You know. And um, they're surfing and stuff, and then they have a little picnic on the beach. I don't think they really talk that much. Not but see, yeah. we see Matt Donald, like, start making out with her. No, no nerves. No hesitation. No hesitation. Mac He's down for it. He's like, heck yeah, mm-hmm. Brie, let's do this. And then he and Brie make out, and there was, it was not like his previous makeout experiences. And at that point, I'm kind of like, okay, so it's not that you didn't want to make out with Sydney, it's that you didn't even really like her. <laughs> yeah, something, it's kind of a... I think you... And again, the editing could be, you know, maybe he hesitated, but what we saw was he had no hesitation. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Meanwhile, they show Blake a whole bunch during this time, like, rationalizing, like, to himself, oh, yeah, I, I really didn't want to go on that date. I, I should, maybe I did want, and she's gorgeous and beautiful and maybe other, under circumstances, but I, you know, I need to show this to Christina, and I mean, and he's, like, totally rationalizing to himself why it's okay that he turned down that date with Bree. He's mm-hmm. completely seems to be regretting that he turned down that date with Bree, but he's trying to be an intentional good guy mm-hmm. to everybody else. So he's doing his freak out Blake quick talk ITM thing. Mm-hmm. Um let's see. Oh um Con- oh this is cute. Connor and Dylan have a little time on the beach. He's Dil- he Connor tells Dylan how much he likes Kaylin, how great she is. Um, and we get to see a little bit of how cute Dylan is. Dylan says, yep, yeah, we're just a couple of guys working our abs on the beach, talking about our feelings. 
Did he, is that word for word what he said? Yeah. I didn't hear him say that. I just noticed him working out, and I was like, okay, now that he has Hannah, I guess he's trying to be fit. <laughs> well, he's fit anyway, but he's not fit the same way as most of the other guys are. Yeah. Um, so he asked Connor, are you going to go to the boom boom room with Kaylin? And Connor's like, well, we'll see. And um, and then someone else asked Kaylin if they're going, and she's like, yeah. She, no hesitation. She's like, yeah, I think so, yeah. In her ITM, Kaylin says, I am so happy to be with Matt. I do not want to you live in Connor. a van. Connor. I'm so happy to be with Connor. I do not want to live in a van. I do not want any more mustaches. Cut to... Dun, dun, dun. Dean? Dean. Yeah. Dean already coming back? Dean's already coming back. Okay. Shaving off his mustache. It shows Dean shaving his mustache, and he... Getting dressed, walks down onto the beach. She's Everyone. wearing a black shirt, so he's looking. He's looking a little badass. He's yeah. like, "Everyone's gonna come shocked. Back. Everyone's shocked. Oh my god, is that who is that? Is that Dean? Oh my god, he like, shaved, shaved his mustache. mustache. They're not even shocked that he's back. They're just like, he shaved his mustache, and they're what? all mouths are all agape except for Christina, who gives a wicked little smile. She's like, "What the f?" And she's got this wicked little smile, like, "I can't wait to see what's happening next." <laughs> So Connor is like getting freaked out a little bit, looking remorseful. Um, yeah, Connor's a little. He's like, "What's that f boy doing here?" Yeah. <laughs> Dean's got this stupid smile on his face all the time. Even when he's talking about serious stuff, he's always smiling, which is part of his charm, but also sort of psychotic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Anyway, Blake says, "Blake says, you know, that makes me kind of mad because Kaylin's been through enough crap." Mm-hmm. And then Clay says the same thing. Hannah G says, be careful, Kaylin, when she walks off with Dean. Um, Dean says he came to paradise, not thinking about anything but having fun. But then he met her and got these feelings. At the rose ceremony, he says, I made a decision that I thought was best for Kaylin, But that wasn't really fair to make a decision for her. Um, and he's like, I, I haven't been able to stop thinking about her. Right. I went back to San Diego. I rented a car and drove to the Grand Canyon. And the whole time I was thinking about you and wishing you were there to share the experience with me mm-hmm. and how much you missed her. And she's just completely stone-faced. She's like, what? 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 what, what? In her and her ITM, she says, you know, Connor's, oh, no, not to, to Dean. She says, I've been dating Connor and he's really easy. And Dean says... Who the F wants easy? Which I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, He's appealing to her love of drama. Yes, he 100% is. Very astute observation. Thank you. But, but my advice to you and other young women is relationships are hard, but they sh- you shouldn't look for relationships intentionally to be hard. You should look for ones that, you know, just look for somebody that's compatible and mm-hmm. don't pick the bad boy or the guy you know. Pageant girl and guy that lives in his van are not. That's not a compatible long-term. <laughs> for real. But Anyways. Kaylin goes, my head's saying Connor, but my heart's saying Dean. And I don't know what to do. And then the episode ends. Oops, excuse me. Well, that it's weird because they, they cut back to the people on the beach and Connor says, oh, I, 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 she's going to come back to me because he's just a jerk. He should just go back to your stupid van. And Christina says, you know, he's like, I'm sure she'll come back to me. Christina's like, she's going to pick Blit, or no. Dean. Christina says, oh, have you met Dean? <laughs> and Connor says, no. And she's like, uh-huh. And she kind of gives this rueful shake of her head. 
But yeah, it ends right before it ends. Dean says he wants a relationship and he wants her to leave with him. He wants to leave paradise with Kaylin now. Mm-hmm. And so she has to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And that was the episode, right? Yep. Or is there more? Well, one last thing of note in her ITM, uh, Kaylin says, I either have Dean, who's a dangerous guy, or Connor, the perfect man. Which is kind of an exaggeration on both sides. And, mm-hmm. she, oh, you know, she's stupid. She's going to pick Dean, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, episode ends with, do you remember how it ends? Uh, I thought that was how it ended. Was there... Like the after, after the previews, John Paul Jones? I don't remember now. He's, it's always John Paul Jones at the end anymore. It's either Demi or John Paul Jones at the <laughs> funny end. He's got a parrot on his shoulder and he's flipping out. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a parrot. Oh, Sydney, what's he doing? Sydney, get him off me. Oh, he likes me because I'm a pirate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're caught up. Yeah. Yay! So that was the episode. (laughs) And we're finally, you know, on the right track. But, but we appreciate you guys listening to us. Oh, appreciate it. We appreciate it. And, uh, Thank you, guys. We are excited for this week. I think this week is when we start going into overnights. Yeah. I think so, I think there's three more episodes. Ooh. I think there's two nights on the beach this week, and then next week, the reunion show. I believe. Are there not going to be... Is, are they not going to do proposals and then the reunion show next week? I don't know how are it's going to be two I episodes just, next I just week? believe there's three episodes total left. And uh-huh. Dancing with the Stars, I think, is next Monday, and then the reunion show is Tuesday, is what I read. I'm not 100% sure oh. on that, but I think that's how they're doing it. Okay. Okay. So, again, okay. we're thinking about doing a post-Bachelor um, in Paradise podcast, uh, just our reflections about who made the biggest splash and who was the most irritating and all that stuff. Um, so, if you would like to contribute... Um, to that discussion, we would love that. So mm-hmm. please email us or Instagram us messaging-wise. Yeah, our email address, if you'd like to do that, is rosettespodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to follow us on Instagram or slide into our DMs on Instagram, then uh, or send us your favorite Bachelor-related memes, you can follow us at rosettespodcast. And that's it. And please oh, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, please rate, review, and subscribe. And I also, I think this week, I've been so busy, so I keep forgetting. But I think this week I really will make a Twitter, and I'll start tweeting while I watch Ooh, the episode. all right. Yeah. Ooh. So. I, I mean, I have a spice, Twitter, but I don't Spice things up a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> Except I, I won't live tweet it, because we don't have live TV. I so never, you guys are just going to have to deal with who I have. I have a Twitter just because I want to know if the world is ending, um, because some people Twitter a lot. <laughs> that are important, influential people, uh, but I never use it. So I could join you if I have enough um, technological prowess. Oh, heck yeah, you should. All right, guys, that will conclude our episode this evening. Thank well, you, fancy guys. Talk. Oh, conclude, yeah. Conclude, conclusion. We're done. Fin. <laughs> um, that's French, right? For finish? Fin. Fin, sorry. Fiend. Oh, now you're getting fancier. I know, I know. We. Oui. Oui. <laughs> All right, a <Arrivederci. laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.